Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, and today I am joined by Sprig HR's founder and president, Jelaine Pox. Jelaine, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for the invite. So firstly, please introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about your career background and your role at Sprig HR. I'm Jelaine Parks. I am, uh, again, the, the founder of, of Sprig HR. And my background, and, and I would say even my passion for, for starting this business, is in the human resources area. So I bring about 20-plus years in corporate environments, uh, all different shapes and sizes, and everything from some real Canadian iconic types of organizations like Bombardier and uh, Canadian Tire, uh, certainly, and uh, within the, the Lava Life realm of things. So I was uh, actually, that was my first job out of school was with Lava Life. And that was startup stages of about uh, about 15 people at the time. And I stayed with them for about the first four or five years with my, my career and, and learned uh, a whole lot. So adding up to about, again, a good 20 years, and, and I actually did my last corporate stint with Cineplex. So I was the director of HR or employee relations and that was a very interesting role. So <laughs> whatever you can imagine with 4,000 teenagers, just multiply that by five. So that certainly kept me busy. And upon leaving, the decision to leave corporate, I, I wanted to create an organization like an online performance management experience because I felt that no matter where I was in any role I was in, with, regardless of industry, performance management issues always seemed to, to be the same. And I believe that that performance management is not something HR makes you do. At least it shouldn't be. Uh, It's very much a a business process. So my role uh, within the the HR, the Sprig HR side, was to introduce uh, really the the business logic and ideally involved greatly in the, the product development side, which naturally then led me into what is a business development piece. And I led the charge of this organization for about the past uh, eight to nine years and partnered with uh, a few individuals along the way from a, a capital raise point of view. And today we're, we're international presence uh, along with thousands and thousands of users within the system. And we've been really privileged to work with some outstanding clients who have really helped us uh, from a, a focus group point of view to improve the, the product expansion. Let's take a deeper dive into uh, the tools and features offered. Give us an overview of the different features involved within the software and how how they help HR and leaders. From a, a design point of view, I, I would say, to quote one of our uh, our partners, investors, the real thin edge of the wedge or the, the real core business model really evolved around the performance management process. And so performance management is our core business. And what you'll find within the Sprig system is really something that was very, very important to us to create for the client experience it was a tremendous amount of flexibility. So what that means is, is that it's all about you as the client from a, a readiness and a culture point of view. And that means creating performance management tools that make sense for you at any given point in time. And, and that translates into being able to measure performance through the typical metrics like goals, 
and or competencies or KPIs or whatever you call it, by the way, you can call it what you want within Sprig. So you can label things as such. Uh, but goals and competencies were the, the, the typical metric within performance management. But if you weren't ready yet to introduce the heavy lifting of competencies, you could just simply turn that module off. Much like people weren't engaged in goal setting and they only focused on the success metrics like competencies did, they could turn goals off. So it invited a, a lot of flex that way. And we also included the option to pull in other types of metrics within your performance management. So based uh, again, or dependent upon your culture, you could invite the values conversation within your performance reviews, if you wish. And you even have options further there where you could say, ask the question, does this person demonstrate the values? And you could provide what would be a yes or no answer for the leader. Or if you wanted to measure them in a quantitative manner, you could flip another switch and, and look to include it in part of the, the formulaic scoring within the system. And, and another thing about scoring is you can turn scoring off. So there's, again, endless possibilities just to, to create this piece and, and make it your very own. And really, uh, we invited other just mainstay features like self-assessment, self-evaluations, uh, certainly, the leader assessment uh, has a, a series of flexibilities where they can uh, create um, their own evaluations, whether that's through um, rating systems or very specific ranking and rating tools. Uh, really, the, the list goes on. And, and, and certainly, on the, the back end of the performance management process, individual development plans are invited to the conversation as well. And we're pretty intentional about the development planning side where you define where your training and development activities are, but you also, no matter what you do in terms of your development, it needs to link back into your job. And so the way that we make sure that happens is that there's some sort of anchor uh, back over to the competency side of your role. And, and competencies are, are those skills and knowledge and behaviors that you need to have within your job to be successful. So those are, are completely and, and obviously very customizable as well, just from the assignment of them. They can be role specific, or if you want to make them global, you can assign them globally as well. So as I've mentioned repeatedly here, you can have a tremendous amount of, of flexibility in, in how this system works for you. But performance management is really the core and then over the years, as we evolved as technology, we went from Sprig Performance Management to Sprig Talent Management Solutions. And that meant that we started to offer, in, in competitive response certainly, um, additional modules into the system that included things like vacation tracking and time off management. Uh, we then included what was a, a full-on compensation module, still with with further choice embedded in there. So uh, as a manager, you can either make recommendations of what base pay or bonus pay adjustments look like uh, that are typically linked to a, a predetermined um, allocation or, or budget, or you can ask the system to make recommendations for you. And that can happen by establishing the, the ratings and the ranges of your evaluation tool itself and then linking them directly to specific dollar or percentage amounts. So it's really up to you. And the latter one really defines more of a, of a pay for performance environment, which I know that's actually one of my more later blogs or recent blogs that depending on where you're at, you can turn the numbers off if you wish and, and not have any dialogue around a link to comp. 
And, and then really we focused on areas like um, succession planning, which is in fact coming up this year. We've designed it and it'll be released early into the new year. But succession planning that works beautifully with the performance management piece, of course, is one of the variables or one of the, the metrics. And we've allowed for managers to identify a, a person's promise or potential along with their readiness and then invite what would be a full succession candidate map, which is pretty cool looking. It's a nice color grid and you can visually identify your, your high performers, your up and coming and, and people you need to work with. So there's a real gamut uh, in terms of the HR side and, and dare I, I forget to mention our, our front end of the uh, the talent management conversation, but is, is orientation wear. So we have a, a full optional add-on module for the onboarding experience as well, which is fully integrated with the Sprig system. And that allows uh, some of the classic orientation activities. So you can include checklists uh, along with uh, embedding a series of questions that people may need to ask as they make their way through the organization in the earlier parts of their career. And we even embed as an option to set goals. So if people want to set goals, which I'm a big proponent of, by the way, is uh, why not when you hire somebody, why not have them set goals? Uh, our experience is a lot of people do look to wait after the probationary period, but I think there's no better way to really measure what you hired if you uh, provide them some goals early on. So that's certainly an option through the integrated side. And then really, I, I would I would say one of the other aspects of, of Sprig would be the, the full social component. And that's, uh, it's an option. You can certainly engage it or not as a feature. But we find that it's a, it's a critical piece for inviting what are probably the most talked about activities in, in performance management is inviting regular touch points, lots of conversations, keep the dialogue moving. This is not a one and done. In other words, you don't just meet once a year and talk to people and tell them what they did wrong eight months ago. This is a, about real-time conversations and providing recognition and opening it up to a, a directory of people across the organization and inviting, again, spot recognition for peers and colleagues. So, again, you know, I think we're, we're tuned quite well to, to best practices and on the leader's side, We've been really intentional about helping them, and I have a, a very um, specific point of view, I guess, just through my own experience, is that, and this is not uncommon, certainly, that a subject matter expert is often promoted to a leadership role, and often enough, they are not equipped to lead people effectively, which is a whole different skill set. So within Sprig, we, we provide what is called the coach's corner, and there are tips and training guidelines on on how you give feedback and how you engage performance coaching, even how you conduct a performance review, because those are skills. And I'd say that in terms of, of high-level features for the leaders, in addition to the coach's corner, we have found absolutely, and again, in the spirit of more conversations and touch points, is that check-in meetings is a critical tool. And, and what this does is it just invites dialogue between the employee and the manager, much more frequently in a more typical real-life corporate experience of the one-on-one -on -one meetings. So you can set up your one-on-one -on -one meetings within Sprig. You can determine the frequency. You can even design and embed the, the types of questions that you want to have during the one-on-ones. And often enough, our clients actually embed the goals themselves within those check-in meetings so that you can do a temperature check. You can 
course correct if things are getting off track. And, and more importantly, you're inviting the conversation to happen more frequently. And if I were to get off my soapbox here, I would, I would just leave to say that performance management is a conversation. That's all. That's all it is. And it's the, the structure of that conversation that matters. And that includes everything from clarity of direction to, to people contributing and participating and understanding what's, what they're accountable to. But that can only happen through, through regular conversation. We're now going to get a bit more into the, into the weeds here in terms of some of the, some of the opinions that are out there. There is often a bit of resistance to performance reviews. And you just mentioned a second ago that it's about conversations, but you also use the word accountable. This idea of accountability sometimes uh, raises flags in some people's mind. But mainly, I think perhaps the issue is around the complexity that is perceived with performance reviews and talent metrics. What, but in your opinion, what, why do performance reviews matter and how can leaders keep them simple? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely great points. I mean, I, I, I always have believed and, and guilty of it myself uh, in past years where the, the, the process itself has just been way overcomplicated. It just doesn't have to be that complex. And I, you know, I'm very transparent and candid, but respectful to HR professionals to say, you know, careful what you embed in these things. And you need to ask yourself, is this for you or for them? So when you start introducing competency matrices and, and all sorts of HR-specific language into your process, it can really invite frustration. I found that's just experience directly over the years. Uh, but the simplified approach to me is, is again, bringing it back to the, the, the basics, which is a, a conversation. Let's have a dialogue about what I need you to get done this year. That, that's really the essentials of it. Um, I, I would say that, again, some of the resistant points and, and aversions would be absolutely complexity, number one. But there's a reputation, too, that's out there. And, and I couldn't escape it being in HR, but, and I know it continues today, but really have to do some internal marketing about what the, the process is, and performance management process, that is. It's not something HR makes you do. It just isn't. It, it is a business process. We need to understand what people are working on, our, our, our single most expensive line item in any of our budgets. And I know for, for Sprig, it was really critical for us to answer that question through the kinds of reporting features that we offer. So a snapshot on the goal alignment report, for example, which says, I can immediately understand what percentage of people are focused and aligned to making sure the key strategic corporate objectives happen. So, so that's a critical point. I'd, mm. I'd like to pick your brains a bit about uh, user adoption, um, specifically in the context of millennials, Jelaine. I'd love to hear your thoughts about where you see the use of performance reviews going in, say, the next five years, and how critical it is to have those additional features like Sprig does in terms of 360 feedback, the ongoing feedback. I do think it's it's got to lose a lot of weight in terms of complexity. So performance management is is about engaging conversations. It's it's about of course the the regular touch points and the ongoing feedback. We've got to be realistic 
about how quickly business can change and its priorities. So we need to have some some flexibility and mobility about what people are working on. Something, anything can happen in a business and change the direction or, or predetermine goals for people. But I think what's critical for millennials, and, and I'm sure they'll tell me if I'm wrong, but is to, to ensure that there's involvement. So, so give me a say about what it is that I'm working through. And and by the way, in order for us to have that mutual understanding, we've got to talk more and we've got to have some sort of understanding and, and mutual regard and respect. And I, I find often enough that, that leaders, again, while there may be a skills gap there, not all, but certainly some, they may not understand what they have in front of them from a true talent point of view. And so conversations, regular contact can really, really reveal and divulge a whole lot of hidden talents for people. So talk, 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 and talk some more is what I would say. And it, it's pretty important as well that that people are provided the, you know, the, the checkpoints in terms of how it is they're doing. It's It's an old question, but I don't believe it's disappeared from millennials. I just want to know how I'm doing. And there's, a, again, something that can easily percolate and, and happen through regular touchpoint conversations. But there's a great expression out there that says people don't leave organizations, they leave leaders. So unless you're a leader who's willing to engage the millennial, and that can be as frequently as the day-to-day, then, you know, you're really in for a surprise. You're in for a very low retention rate. And you're really in for some some mystery as far as what people are up to. But I, I think in terms of performance management systems, again, they need to shed a lot of the, the heavy lifting. They need to be a lot more adaptable and, and a lot more flexible in being able to visit the system on a daily uh, time frame, in fact. So gone, I always like to say gone is the one and done, which again means you're not going to talk to people once a year. That's just absurd. So if we can have those those conversations and, and formulate that through a, a series of, of check-ins and checkpoints, that's going to matter. And that's going to depict someone's own contribution and their own success along with the organization's success. So the software has to be responsive. It has to be mobile. It has to be compatible to tablets and mobility and, and certainly be able to, to give me that real-time feedback. I don't think anybody is going to get away with telling a millennial, you remember what you did six months ago? Well, that was wrong, right? So that kind of conversation is is more than than archaic and, and, and antiquated. We have to talk. And, and if you need to be able to engage in some skill setting or some skill development in order to do that, then, then sign yourself up. And sign yourself up. Love, I love <laughs> a lovely little okay. picture of Sprig there at the end of the at the altar. I love it. Um, how, how important is it for? Do you think? Because you know, at the end of the day, people want to get rewarded for what they do, right? So, how important is it to have some kind of compensation component to a performance management tool? This uh, is a tenuous conversation. I, I I hate saying this, but I think it really depends, Bill. Um, I, I think that. It's, it's quite idealistic to be able to de-link comp from uh, the, the performance conversation. Um, it's, it's been sort of a classic motivation piece. But, you know, when we look at statistics and we talk about what is it that turns people's cranks and in order, it's challenge, recognition, and then compensation. So you can't really dispute that. It's not always all about the money. It's about personal growth for some people. It's about professional growth. 
So I, I think you can, you know, certainly set the expectations early on during the recruitment process, but you got to be realistic in terms of what's competitive for a total compensation uh, system or a total compensation offering. And that typically involves some kind of variable pay piece. So that's your base pay plus a bonus and or a commission equals total pay. Now, uh, the this is why I say I'm, I'm very much in the it depends side of things. And I, I hate sitting on the fence, but I really believe it's a culture thing. And, and it's about an organization's lineup as well. So if you've got a, a large sales group within your organization, you're not going to dare touch their compensation as it relates to commission. That's just not going to happen with a salesperson. Their their lifeblood is is dependent upon that variable pay piece. But you know, I, I've talked to numbers of people who who think, you know what, I I hired this person to do a job. Why would I be looking to provide extra compensation when we're already providing a base pay? And again, I bring it back to to just being clear up front about that and and knowing what your culture is about. That can all happen and be communicated in the the recruitment process during the interview process where you're really clear with people. And by the way, it doesn't always have to take the form of of money, right? Compensation can take the form of of uh, well, like one of the jobs that I took years ago. The base pay wasn't that attractive to me. But what they did do is they provided me a $10,000 training and development budget. You know, that's certainly one way to entice and enhance people's interest and, and get them engaged. So compensation is it's a tricky business overall, I think. Um, again, I'll, I, I hope it's appropriate for me to do so, but within Sprig, it just gives you choices. Sprig is all about giving you choices. So if you want to turn it on or off, then you're welcome to do so. But it, it really does depend, Bill. Yeah, and obviously lots of organizations have huge swathes of commission-related professional salespeople you mentioned a minute ago. So um, sure. in my opinion, it's it's great to have that feature in there for, uh, to be able to touch as many types of users as possible. But we're now going to wrap up, Jelaine. Before we do finish things, uh, how can our listeners learn more about Sprig HR and how can they connect with you? Take a look at our, our website. It's an awesome website, by the way. So we can be found at SprigHR.com. And within the site itself, we, we've set up some pretty in-depth overviews of the, the features and the functionality. So you can really get to know the software and understand, again, how it is that you may want to customize your very own site. And really, again, you'll, you'll see some areas in, in terms of what Sprig's core philosophy is. And you can find that in the About page. But you know, don't, don't hesitate to look at what some of our clients are saying as well. Sprig's got about a 93% retention rate. And that's a, a pretty cool metric on the uh, the renewal software as a service side. So come and see why. Come and uh, visit our website and you can certainly reach out to me directly through there as well. Okay, perfect. Thank you. That just leaves me to okay. say for today, Jelaine Parks, thank you very much for being the guest today. Oh, thanks for asking, Bill. I really appreciate that. And thanks for your time. And listeners, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.